Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We'll keep talking MLB, and we're going to bring in Joe Giglio from BetQL Daily. How's it going, Joe? Doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Baltimore ties it up, Joe. I know that's what you were worried about, man. <laughs> Two all. All right. Our Orioles are still alive, baby. They're still alive. Okay. They're alive oh, and that, well. That, that's why I'm here. I need I need the update on the Orioles game. Now, that's why I called. I know, that's, I called what, I know that's what you're doing on a Friday, man, right? You got your, you got your Cal evening. Ripken Jr. jersey on. Yeah. Nothing better to do, right? Well, we do want to talk about the MLB as a whole. I wanted to ask, any, are there any surprises from some teams you've seen in the second half of the season? We're a few games into it. And, of course, this is a Tigers fan asking, and I know they've been playing well, so maybe that's why I'm asking. <laughs> but are there any teams that you're looking at and you didn't expect them to play worse than they did in the first half or better than they did? Well, certainly the Tigers are a surprise, especially that winning streak they got off to to start the second half. I would say the other one, uh, Seattle, has been a surprise. They just continue to win and kind of stay in this thing. And every time you look at the AL wildcard picture, it's like, all right, here come the Blue Jays, here come the Yankees. They're, they're the ones you kind of expect to try to chase down the Red Sox and chase down the A's. But there are the Mariners. I, I expect them to fade, but they've been incredible in, in you know, just in terms of the standings and winning. But they've also been probably the most profitable underdog in baseball this year. Uh, there was a story the other day about how they're just beating the books, and, and no one takes the Mariners. And if you do, you'd, you'd win a lot. It, the Giants were like this at the beginning of the year. Everyone kind of caught on, and, and I think the – the odds have kind of caught on. The Giants are really good. I, I still don't think people believe in the Mariners sustaining their their winning record. So you get pretty good value if you're if you're looking at the Mariners most nights. You're listening to BetMGM tonight. We're talking now with Joe Giglio. You could catch him weekdays from BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, who is now a huge fan of the Ricketts family, I guess. And uh, hey, he's all for the rebuild. Good luck with that, Giglio. Uh, hey, Joe. So the other uh, about like three. Well, now it was like three and a half weeks ago. I jumped on the Phillies plus three seventy five to win the NL East. They've been playing much better baseball. I know you watch all the Phillies games. Uh, how are you feeling about their chances? The Mets still plus 100 to win the NL East, but now DeGrom's not going to be back until September. They're kind of beat up. You know, they add Javi Baez, but I kind of like the Phillies still now, that number uh, plus 200. I'm glad that I got it when I got it. You got a great number. I, I took it around the same time. I think I got it at plus 400, maybe a couple days before you. It, it's a good number. Um, I don't think the Phillies are particularly great or even very good, but you don't have to be to win the NL East. This is baseball's, you know, what well, you call it competitive, but it's, it's baseball's worst division. This will have the yeah. worst division winner. You can win this thing at around 85 wins. The Phillies didn't do anything spectacular at the trade deadline, but they did add a starting pitcher in Kyle Gibson, who's going tonight. They added a closer, Ian Kennedy. And uh, Freddie Galvis, who used to play for the Phillies you know, a couple of years back, he's, he's on the IL, but he'll be back at some point to give us some depth in the infield. So I think the Phillies have a real chance to win this. The Mets look like they're in trouble to me, yeah. Ryan. I mean, they, they just, they're not, they've lost six to eight. They haven't hit all year. Lindor's been out, and then he wasn't hitting before that. And I don't know if DeGrom's going to come back, which would change everything for them. But I will say, I don't think it's just a two-team race. I think Atlanta's live in this thing, too. They're the only one of these teams that have a positive run differential. They're finally over 500. And I, and I give them credit because when Acuna went down, I kind of threw the towel on them. But Same. They're trying. You know, their GM went out and got a bunch of outfielders. They're platooning, and um, they've got a chance, too.
Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, they go out there and they even get Jorge Soler. You know, they added some bats. Were you satisfied with the Phillies, what they did, you know, here for the second half of the season at the deadline? Or do you think that maybe they should have added more? I thought maybe they would go after Chris Bryant. Like, we continue to hear those Bryce Harper, Chris Bryant want to play together rumors and this and that. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I was actually kind of surprised that he went to San Francisco. What do you think the Phillies should have done at the deadline? Yeah, Bryant was one I was talking up here. I, I thought it would be great. And I thought yeah. they needed one more arm. Like, they got, you know, Gibson for the rotation. They got Kennedy for the bullpen. But they, they kind of cut their nose off despite their face because their bullpen's been so bad for years. And, and what they did was they moved Kennedy into the closer role, and they took Ranger Suarez, who had become their closer, actually was doing pretty well, and they put him back in the rotation. It just feels like they're still one piece short. Um, look, the Phillies have never gone over the luxury tax, and, and they always say here it's not a big deal. They'll do it if they if they find the right player. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Like in, until I watch them go over the luxury tax, I don't believe they will. Yeah. So I think that's part of the reason why Chris Bryant didn't arrive because his sat- remaining salary would have put them over. And I think the Phillies are satisfied being pretty good, competing, but uh, they're not going to bend over backwards and, and cost the owner a couple bucks to try to make the playoffs. Joe, did you have any plays in the MLB tonight that you felt like were locks? Any Also, um, probably more relative for the people listening to our show, some plays for later this evening around the 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock night uh, range. Do you have anything later tonight that you felt particularly good about? Yeah, I did like um, – I was looking earlier today. Uh, we were talking about the sporting, uh, myself and, and Joe O, that uh, in that Rockies-Marlins game tonight, you, you could have found the – the Marlins, the road team tonight with Alcantara in the matter is a really good pitcher. You could have found them at plus 140. I know Marquez for the Rockies has been pitching really well basically since, you know, end of April or so. He's been on a tear um, and pitched really well. So I'm sure the Rockies are favorites. But I look at Miami and uh, Colorado kind of even. Right? They're, they're pretty similar teams. There's not one that's way better than the other. And I just thought you're getting plus 140 with Alcantara, one of baseball's best pitchers. So I like that one. Um, and then I did have my eyes on some K props in the uh, Red Sox Blue Jays game. I know they're underway, but I thought um, Ivaldi for the Red Sox has been on a good run, but the Blue Jays offense is so good. They don't strike out much. I thought under on his, um, his uh, K prop at six and a half was, was the way to go there. Joe. And also, can we, can we now take a quick transition to the NFL? No, you're, you're a huge Eagles guy. I'm assuming. Um, so I got to ask you a couple questions. Number one, their win total in the season is six and a half. Oh, we got a football team fan and the Eagles fan on the oh, line together. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the football team is we're, we're clearly the, the dominant team in the, in the division, but we can talk more about that a little bit later. Um, six and a half is your guys wins total uh, minus 130 on the over plus 110 on the under and also to make the playoffs plus 250. Yes. No, minus 300. How do you feel about them as currently constructed? And also, how would you feel about them if they were to swing a trade for Deshaun Watson, who we don't know is going to play a game this year? Last time I saw him, he was playing safety. Yeah, I would say uh, the the over is where I'm going on the win total. I don't think the Eagles are going to bounce back and win 11 or 12 games, but I do think they're going over six and a half. Their offensive line was decimated last year. I mean, really, to a point where they were playing guys, and you know, you saw it, um, down the stretch, you saw it quit in that game, week 17, where the Eagles basically tanked uh, to get a higher draft pick, and they put Nate Sudfeld in the fourth quarter. There were offensive linemen on that field. I don't know if some of them will ever play in the NFL again. Like, their depth was that bad late in the season because of all their injuries. If, if they get that offensive line healthy, and it's, it's healthy right now, with Lane Johnson at right tackle, Brooks at right guard, Kelsey at, uh, at center, they're going to be able to have a, a, a competent offense and I, I like Jalen Hurts I think he's better than people think he is mm-hmm. and I, I think his rushing ability Absolutely. is going to raise the floor of the offense 
here's what here's how I feel about Jalen Hurts. Like, think of the way Lamar Jackson plays the position, and just think of like a not as good version of that. And I think that's the way Jalen Hurts is going to play the position: throw the ball down the field, make some plays with his arm, but a lot with his legs. And I think they can win some games with him. So I go over on the win total. Um, I would not take yes on making the playoffs. I still think they're they're a little short to make the playoffs this season. Um, and what was the last thing? Oh, Deshaun Watson. So. Look, if we're talking about what it would do for their team, obviously it would boost their win total, their odds, it would change their franchise. I, I, guys, I don't want them here. I, I don't want them in Philadelphia. Yeah. I, and I, if I was running a team, there's just no way right now no. with everything surrounding him that I could trade a ton to get right. to Sean Watson. Like, there's just so much uncertainty. And, like, could you imagine if you were in charge of a team right now making him the face of your franchise? I, I'm just out on that idea. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Lions fan here talking. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> we were talking about the Lions before you hopped on. The uh, the boys were asking me if I think they're going to win a single game this season. <laughs> well, Here's they, the thing, they boys. They suck. They suck. Yeah, but probably. it's a whole new team. We got a new coach. He's out here wanting to bite kneecaps. I don't know if you guys <laughs> heard that. He's crazy, and I love it. Bite kneecaps? He's trying to bite kneecaps on his way up, getting off the ground, Joe, I guess. tell her that the Lions are going to be an absolute disaster and the Packers They're... run the North. Just, okay. Just well, get I, them out of the way. Yeah, I wasn't going to say the Lions were going to run the North, but I do think that they're going to—they're a whole new team. They're going to be a better team. I think they have—I mean, they have— yeah, Jared Goff when you over Matt, You lost Matthew Stafford. Yeah, but— it's not just the quarterback. It's the whole damn team. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? That is true. All right, so let's see how Matt Stafford does over – and I, I hope he does well. I hope the Rams – I hope he, he really takes this team far because I hope the best for him because he obviously didn't have that success in the in Detroit. But it's not all about the quarterback. So we'll see. I don't know, but – you know, I don't even know where I was going with this question. I think I was just. She's just trying to find an excuse to talk about yeah. the Lions. She wants somebody to get to. Enough about the NFL. So we're we're trying to get everyone's CFL predictions. All right. I don't know if you're up to date on uh, the CFL, but we have the BC Lions tonight taking the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Yeah, you got to pick one. You have to pick one. Where are you going, Joe? Oh, we're going with the we're going with the Rough Riders. I, uh, I always have to I think it's a good you know choice. What, I do have a thought on the Lions for you, though. I, did, you. Obviously, they're going to win a game. But they're, they're going to win a football <laughs> game. They should. Don't, don't let those guys tell you the Lions are not going to win a football game. I have thick and skin, as Joe. As, <laughs> as far as Dan Campbell goes, uh, ironically, we, we actually did a bit on the show this morning. We were, you guys hear about his coffee order? Yeah, a guy oh, yeah. loves espresso. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, so I'm a big coffee drinker because I and I work in the morning. I work at night. Like I'm always working, so I need coffee to stay awake. So I, I told uh, everyone on on BetQL Daily, like, I think I can handle Dan Campbell's coffee order. So they like they told me I should do it. So I drank that this morning during our show. Oh no! I How'd it go? Shaking two... halfway through. Yeah, I mean, like I I don't I don't think I felt great. Um, you know, that's a lot of caffeine. But man. That, I, I need Dan Campbell to be good for one reason. I need him for the content we can get out of Dan Campbell. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That guy yeah. is a quote. He well, yeah, we is. need him. Yeah, absolutely. Joe, thanks so much, man. Check out Joe Giglio and my guy Joe Ostrowski every it's day on Joes. BetQL Daily. Thanks so much, man. Have a good weekend. All right, buddy? You got it, guys.